goal would be by end of this thing help how do you help us as people actually achieve things yeah how do you move forward with the probably the reason that you you, you turned on this podcast or you walked in the gym or um took that job yeah whatever whatever yes aspect that date or, it might yeah, be yeah so it's not to say we're trying to discount feelings completely but but versus using them to make our decisions or define how we're going to live our life so it's like okay to become successful welcome back guys to the coach's corner i'm coach jason accompanied by coach caitlin welcome back to this week's podcast and uh we're the dream killers today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, it's a good thing. We've got a great topic, we feel, and it's very, um, I think, uh, apparent to us that we as our culture, our people, um, have a problem. And we face this a lot, and we kind of throw in discussions. A lot of our clients are this. They fit this mold of upstream swimmers, and we <laughs> put that upstream against culture. Yeah, so we're saying that the going downstream would be following culture. So that's the, the easy route. Yeah. And some concepts of, you know, hard work versus instant results and standards and feelings, actions and dreaming. So we're going to get through some three to four points here that the goal would be by end of this thing, help, how do we help us as people actually achieve things? Yeah, how do you move forward with the – probably the reason that you, you you turned on this podcast or you walked in the gym or um took that job yeah whatever whatever yes aspect or, it might yeah, be yeah yeah so this came up yeah in discussing some some of our clients that we're working with and what in general were people struggling with and it, it came back less like i i love strategy don't get me wrong i love the little like figure out how to you know prep this meal to you know fix you know fix this you know rush day or whatever um but ultimately we kind of like tried to pull all the way back into like realizing that we're having to come up with all these different strategies sometimes because the mindset's not quite in the right spot and so then people greater a greater human behavior problem yes so we find people that we have the same conversations with over and over again and they're needed they're good they're positive Okay, but why are we also having these same conversations over and over again? I'd have to pull out to your point. There's a greater human behavior maybe thing that we have to look at, retweak in order to have a better, greater success. So this is where it comes about. Those of us know that this, if you're a changer, if you are changing your life, changing your stars, having success, you are an upstream swimmer in our opinion, our humble opinion. Um, most of culture is right now, especially is designed to probably the last five, 10, 15 years designed to and building on the concept of instant gratification, instant success, instant feel goodness, whatever it may be. Um, we're going to label that as the virtual life that we may or may not know that we're battling probably the, the, mostly than anything else. We're constantly facing as people this the fight against a virtual reality, a virtual, a made-up, a false reality or fake realness Dream of life. is, is yeah, that's yeah. why we said we're going to be dream killers right. today. Right, and in a very, very good way. So um, bigger concept that we're going to tackle with some very 
um, simple points that we feel as coaches we find in human behavior elements how to like kind of unlock the combo for this. Um, and we'll start at the top. So we believe there's a difference in um, following feelings versus setting standards. So this came up. Why? Why did this come up with people, some of our clients who um, give in mm-hmm. to um, family, kids, spouses, loved ones, and that concept of giving in versus holding your ground or even greater than that, like having beliefs. Like it's kind of almost, it is anti-culture. It is Mm -hmm. a kind of like. Yeah. So if you want to go real deep, like worldview here. Setting high standards or having a morality, whatever it may be, like is not the norm. We are taught, bred, encouraged through, we'll call mainly social media, but other media outlets to do what? Follow your feelings to how do you feel about this? Follow your heart. Yeah, which can be dangerous, cannot be. But let's keep it to real terms. Why does this matter? Let's use fitness as our kind of our our default conversation to keep the concept very simple. Coach, how does this play out in the sense of uh, fitness or nutritionally with their setting standards and then there's following your feelings? How do how have we how have you faced that with clients in this battle of standards versus getting pushed over by feelings. Yeah. Um, I actually just talked to a client about this yesterday and I was like, yeah, I'm a professional fitness coach and I don't always feel like working out. I've brought this up multiple times in the workout you can, or on the podcast. You guys are going to think I, I never like working out, but I actually, I <laughs> actually do. Enjoy, I do enjoy working out um, usually, but sometimes we don't. And I mean, there's plenty of cases I, I gave. I usually in most give, cases, you're talking like prior to the event, like they yeah, are the morning like, of, oh, I'm um, like, right. oh, okay, I got to fit this in my day right. or I'm right. going to, you know, um, and I, I, I like to compare it to brushing your teeth or flossing. You know, it's, it's not something that's always particularly thrilling. Sometimes you're like, oh, my teeth feel so much nicer. Uh, but usually it's just like, it's a, it's something that you do because you know, it's, it's good for you. So whether you feel like it or not, you're going to maintain that habit. And while we hope that you enjoy coming to CrossFit classes and once you get here, you have a lot of fun. That's, that is our goal. Um, One of our top goals is that, so we recognize the feeling aspect of it, but with that comes to your point, and you said this before, but we'll bring it up again. Uh, the feeling goes away. So the yeah. feeling of not wanting to work out goes away pretty darn quick within almost even a minute or two of just, uh, just moving, moving right, warming up, saying hi yeah. to the, your friends and all that yeah. stuff. And yeah. honoring your commitment that we know that, I mean, name a workout you ever regretted doing. It's very rare. Very rare. Even yeah. the most hard workouts that we've done here are actually the ones that you remember the most and actually glad you did. So mm-hmm. the very rarely do we find anybody who says, oh, that was a wasted workout yeah. because of you're, you're working on you. Like, Yeah. So it's not to say we're trying to discount feelings completely, but but versus using them to make our decisions or define how we're going to live our life. So it's like, okay. To become successful. So that's kind of success- what kind of sparked yeah. this kind of debate. How do we get people to move the needle to feel success, yeah. to swim upstream? So if I want to be yeah. a healthy overall individual, mentally, emotionally, physically, yeah. we know that working out plays a part in that. Yeah. And so therefore the, the standard is that I need to move a certain amount in order to achieve that. So whether I feel like working out or not doesn't really matter if I want to push yeah. the needle forward. If you like the gym or not, if you like... 
love working out or not. It's a, an ingredient that's essential, not only just for fitness, like success, but I mean, how many studies are out there about like living your best light as a person, like health markers and enjoyment and longevity of just simply your life. Fitness is a key component, essential even to achieving that. So we believe, and our point first off is if you leave it up to feelings, you may or may not. That's Russian roulette. Like you're playing when against the house, you're going to lose more than not versus setting set standards on I'm going to move today or move tomorrow or do this movement. I'm going to join here. And we found that we like our to your solving the problem thing, the puzzle is we, fi- we try to find out what is the standard that works for people? Like what is the key that unlocks the door ultimately to get you to show up and do? Mm-hmm. That's a fun part for us. Yeah, so it could be, you know, finding a gym buddy or it could be joining a CrossFit yeah. gym so you're not working out by yourself at home. There's lots of different ways you can, you can manage that, but it still goes back to that standard of I'm going to find some way for me to work out. If I can make it more enjoyable – that's that's good because then it, I, it's easier to be consistent. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to go based off of just what feels easy that day. I'm going to stick to my standards yep. whether it feels easy or not. Yeah, we we do this a lot with our clients. Again, we try to take their focus off of the feeling because it's painful. If you do work out right, there's like discomfort involved, not pain, but there's discomfort. It's hard work. There's muscle burning to it. Your heart rate goes up and it's challenging. So. Um, taking our focus beforehand away from that part of it and placing it towards the standards that you have for yourself, that's how the decision to show up we find is made. And that's our first point. So the first point would be setting standards versus focusing on the feelings prior to what would make you actually say yes and do the thing we believe is the standards. And that's against culture. Mm-hmm. Setting standard number two. All right, um, we have hard work versus instant results, and we had a, a not a difficult time of putting, but we wanted to make sure that hard work is seen in the right light. So, how would you how would you define those, coach, as far as the the comparison between instant results and what hard work plays in that role of us again showing up, moving the needle, having change. Yeah, so I would view hard work as effort. So putting putting in effort toward whatever that that goal, that that person that we want to be uh versus instant results. I think of I think of fitness magazines or one of the top things I think of is like all the ads that are like, "Oh, abs in 14 days and um lose all your belly fat in 7 days." Yeah. And it's it's all these like quick quick fixes essentially or what they're marketing, because that sounds good. It sounds very appealing to us. Notice saw yesterday, they would fit perfect this. I saw, for some reason, I don't know why it's on my feed, um, the slimming, high-waisted yoga pants that, like, the old girdles oh, that, like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. right? And they show the big, you know, black and white photo of a big belly and then the colorful slim. Oh, that's and- all over my Instagram right now are, yeah, these, like, unitars that yeah yeah, just like shrink your waist so you can do that versus actually like eating right exercising moving and actually having like that's an example of this thing where yeah we get it like in the moment we don't like want anyone to feel embarrassed about how they look and here's an example of we're kind of fed this typically in the in the fitness weight loss kind of space of super simple take a pot take a pill wear this pant and it solves the problem for you. 
Yeah. And we kind of get pulled into that. We kind of get led into that as humans, like, oh, it does solve it. I can just wear these pants and I'm okay. But we kind of know at the end of the day, like, no, it didn't really solve it. And But hard work is hard work. How do I – I don't want to suffer to change. And you'll find, like, consistently a time and time again, the people who have, let's call it, made it to the top, who are on the other side of the fence, who are living a successful life, those people in whatever industry, not just simply fitness, but across the board – who have the uh, great marriage, who have the great children, who have an amazing job um, or are living amazing um, their dream life. This element of hard work you can find, it's essential to like oxygen for us to breathe. Like it is essential ingredient. And knowing that you go, wait a minute, maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way. Hard work, and we've there's even research about it, like how it connects your heart to your brain, and there's ways to actually find out who you are as an individual, the identity piece of it as well. Hmm. And I think why I know why the, like CrossFit has like ballooned when it was started around the year 2000, it exploded because this concept of hard work. Because I believe wholeheartedly that we are designed, we're wired to feel achieved. Mm -hmm. And to have achievement has to come from a challenge that you overcame. Me yeah. wearing the spandex, high-waisted girdle pants, whatever you want to call them, um, or for some reason how I'm getting, like, I don't do this. Well, I'm like the guy's jeans that lift and sculpt your butt. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? Because I'm a fitness guy? No, like, go do some squats, man. Like, mm -hmm. But it's the instant solving of the problem that we're constantly fed in this virtual reality lifestyle, this Instagram lifestyle, versus no actually showing up to the gym and doing the work without seeing an instant change. Yeah, and like how much? Today's work and not seeing it immediately. Oh, all right, I'm good. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Weeks, months, sometimes years to get what you want to get. Yeah, which creates so much more of a sense of, of value and, and your word it. accomplishment yeah. when you have earned it so i if you you can flip it on its head if you can change your wording it to view it as like wow this is going to be so much more meaningful to me because i have put in the work to do this yeah. i didn't just buy the the pill or you know pay someone off or yeah. whatever like I, no i earned this spot like it's it's in some ways like one of the benefits of physical activity is that there's there's no way to to cheat Take it that. Yeah. yeah yeah you either you, did or you didn't yeah that's you great. have to earn it yeah and so then it's like wow like this is really cool like i i get the credit for this like i put in the work uh versus i mean there are certain areas of life that you know you can skate by depending on what your school is like or your your job you might have yeah. got promoted for other reasons or whatever but like but even if there's a pill even if there's a weight loss pill which there's still drugs out there's like that's a newness came out like the new a new pill or a new thing to do and even the concept of that even if it did work even if there was a pill to help you lose your 20 30 50 100 pounds like still i don't think we'll be satisfied because it doesn't necessarily get to the core of who we are we don't have that achievement of it we know that we cheated it we didn't earn it I think we also face this like with gifts. So the holidays are coming up. Imagine like getting a gift card versus someone knowing you, learning you, studying you, asking questions, memorizing something that meant something to you. You mentioned this in July that you like this thing. All of a sudden it shows up in a present on the holidays. Like 
that Some impact effort is, put into it that's hard work yeah that's the difference that right now. i think that would be a really i can just it. hand you a gift card and buy it two seconds with zero thought to it and zero emotion and effort mm-hmm. or i can give you this thing that i know that you liked and dig deep and find your interest and like work for it or that kind of thing is going to be is so much more meaningful so this concept of hard work being essential um to your point i think we just kind of we label it the wrong way and have the wrong view on it um but typically, because we're fitness people, like that's typically what we face. Oh, fitness is hard. And what I'm telling you, sitting on this side of the fence or the other side of the fence, why CrossFit is one of the things that we have drawn to and we love and we support is because it is difficult. I mean, it's crazy hard workouts. But you'll hear this if you haven't. You can hear from us first or today. CrossFit is not cross without the community. So it's not just simply a hard workout. It's a hard workout done with other people. And that's the magic of what CrossFit does versus just doing a hard workout. There's tons of hard workouts out there. Um, that's why we have so many good memories. If anyone was in a team sport where you, you know, yeah. you remember that, that really hard swim practice or that really yeah. tough, like the, the preseason the for football. Yeah, and- the conditioning you're throwing up as a kid. I remember that. Like that was horrible. Running hills. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. But that hard work did something to me mm-hmm. that I couldn't get without – doing the hard work without experiencing that. And yeah. that's what we're saying. There's a, yeah. there's something that comes, something that happens when we face a challenge and overcome that, that you can never replace with something that's just simply instant yeah. and automatic. So that's number two for us on our upstream kill the dream cancer culture thing. I like the kill the dream, but we'll make sure we explain that. Um, number three is probably what we've kind of come to is maybe the, not say the most important, but maybe the kind of how to, culminate all of this talk and then we'll add a fourth and we'll be get out of the way but living out your we label it living out your thrilling outcome versus dreaming about it so like this is the heart of the of the conversation of actually having like the action of living out like we call it your dream but we wanted to use that on the other side of it but your thing that you actually want, like your thrilling life you're actually living your thrilling life versus us dreaming about it when we say dream about it, we say what? Like, um, we saw the scrolling on Instagram. So two things came to mind was watching the home makeover shows and Instagram. And why those two things? Because why? You watch a mess of a house get transformed. <laughs> and you mentioned something about the checkboxes. And I just get to sit back and watch right. it happen. <laughs> <laughs> you can get all... But there's something like there's legitimate why there's so many of those shows. There's a reason for it. Um, and then the Instagram stuff because of the Instagram life. And what that means is typically defined by most people is that, um, people take like multiple pictures to get the best lighting or the best angle to put them in the, like the, the most perfect presentation of whatever they're doing versus you probably see this sometimes on Instagram, like Instagram versus reality, (laughs) like the differences of the makeup and the hair and the lighting and the, whatever the space. And then, Mm -hmm. um, the filter or then, and now even AI is even enhanced even more because now you can buy a Google AI phone that enhances and changes your pictures. You can put a smile on someone's face now in a picture you take. Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. So you can modify anything. So, and you mentioned something earlier off, off, uh, Mike about, um, goal setting. Yes. So it reminded me of the the idea that you get um, a dopamine hit when you set a goal. So like when we all come around to January and everyone's like, all right, I'm going to set this resolution. I'm going to do this. We're all, we're all dreaming at that point. And we actually will get a dopamine rush 
when we spend some time doing that. Yeah. Like when I like write it down it's on your, a piece of paper. It's your present list, the Santa kind of thing. Like that there's a real like we 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 worry about this moment because it kills the effort. Because you feel good. You feel good. Yeah. But you only feel good from like writing it down or um signing up for the gym, but not actually showing up for the gym. Um is is like an easy fitness example. Why most gyms we call them global gyms, the gyms you buy membership to, and it gives you access to the facilities. Yeah. It's live on this. Like 8% attendance rate is what they live on and bank on that most people are not going to show up. Yeah. You 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 buy the the right. nonfiction book you that you're like, membership. I'm going to do this Thing. and I'm going to read this yeah. and I'm not, and then I don't, or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sign up for this. I'm going to, I'm going to learn to do this new skill this year or whatever. And you're like, oh, that sounds great. Yeah. And then organize you, your room. Or clean out the closet or organize the garage. Like and, and don't get me goal. wrong. I love lists. Like I absolutely <laughs> love Color-coded lists. Color-coded and detailed. Color-coded, detailed. Like, and there's, there's something to be said for having things written down on paper for sure. But our, our uh, point here is that too many times we just live in that, that dream. Like we, we, don't, we just stop there and we don't shift into what I labeled on the board as action mode. Like virtual reality versus yeah. – moving forward, like doing the things or to our last point, doing the hard work. And this is what I mean by I've listened to some very smart people, (laughs) smarter people than myself through audiobooks and podcasts. And they discuss this like this is one of the most serious attacks that we have on us as humans is this idea of virtual, virtual reality stuff, virtual relationships like fake relationships, like the AI concept is the the worry of this thing. And or even I would go so far as um, like during COVID, our our relationships yeah, turned yep. virtual, and yeah. we and and the culture skyrocket of yeah. of depression and loneliness and yep. just like generally just feeling terrible was was coming from that lack of face-to-face interactions, real real relationships, not a Zoom call. It doesn't count. I think I I see it because I have, you know, girls at home and a lot of women here at the gym that I I look at this stuff and behavior. The threat is the better house. So the scrolling on Mm -hmm. Instagram, the scrolling on whatever, that you're looking constantly at the better house. And what do they have? And that is a, a trap of virtual reality. Um, food made in the lab. Created food is a virtual reality. Real food, we didn't make. We can grow it, but mm-hmm. we didn't create it. It, come, it comes from the earth. That's why that food is the best for us, bar none, because it's real. It's not a virtual version i.e. all your snack foods you have in the freaking <laughs> cupboard right now with the boxes and the label on it. That's a created yeah. virtual food. And yeah, it's create millions and billions of dollars are spent on the texture and the taste and why we buy it. Like legitimately millions of dollars spent on the cheese it to crunch and That's why you want to eat the whole bag. Like right. there's literally a team of scientists figuring out and then how, how do you buy it again? Make you right. eat the whole bag and then buy it again. But I love chips. I'm I'm a my head Sun chips yesterday with my sandwich, but it's not the point to necessarily avoid that, but just understand that it's a virtual thing. And there's a trapping to that because when virtual seems better than real. Mm-hmm. So here's some other examples. We talked about this about um, dating. 
So we had this idea about you have to decide, and that's going to be our fourth point we're going to get to, but like you have to choose to cut off other things. So the idea that... The potential of other relationships. The idea of, yeah, yeah of the relationships seems greater and dreamier than a tangible, I have to work at this relation mm -hmm. and spend time and build with you and I couldn't make a mistake or you might see the real me and run away. Like the realness, to your point, COVID should have taught us that, man, we actually need that. Mm -hmm. We actually need the messiness. The realness to me means messiness. Like... Yeah, that you can see that the person zooming doesn't have pants on, that they're just in their pajamas sitting there. <laughs> Suit jacket. <laughs> but like I thought of like a real relationship is the morning breath relationship, the oh. bedhead. Like that's real. Like in a good relationship, you have all of the messiness of life. Why is that a bad thing? And we get pulled into, so a lot of, um, some things I'm reading on, like this is where like pornography is a big problem because it creates this virtual reality that it's instant. It's mm -hmm. automatic. I don't have to work at this thing. Yeah. And the discussion was really interesting because it talks about like uh, young men growing up without the ability to interact without, and it kills then your overall drive to succeed at life. So it wasn't beyond like the whole like, uh, fakeness of relationship thing like they were studying the depthness of what this means for you overall like trying in life mm. so trying goes to our hard work point like you're voiding the hard work because i can get it right here right now yeah hence why we always talk about like sugars and snack food is devastating why because it's instant it's right here but yeah we satisfy the moment and we sacrifice the greater good later and the greater meaning, like it could be greater than what I'm having right now, but because it's instant, okay. And that's the same thing like with, it's easier to stay on the couch than to go to the gym. You're instantly mm -hmm. feel good about yourself to get a blanket, turn the TV on, which scroll goes your back phone. To following feelings, which was our first point. I mean, Correct. they're all, they're all related. Yeah. We're just trying to flesh yeah. out different aspects of it. Yeah. So we say living out your thrilling outcome, your life that you want takes setting standards, takes hard work, and it but there is a greatness there, other side of the fence, versus know that we are most things are presented to us in a virtual reality yep. standpoint. Versus yeah, just scrolling through Instagram to to see it but not actually experience it. I think it's like, a great way to say it. Like like, like hands on, I, tangible Yeah. Like I, I can I can see those people looking fit in the gym. I can see that, that house that's, that's tidy and well-organized. I can see that family, you know, being able to pay for a vacation. I can, I can see all those things, but what's the point if I'm not actually experiencing it? Yeah. So last point, and I think those kind of tied together would be saying no is actually against culture. Mm -hmm. We're going to say saying no is a kind of anti-culture versus being a people pleasing person. And I had the thought of, I wonder if the cancel culture thing that we know exists for celebrities that came out during COVID has actually influenced us a little bit on like our level. Yeah. We, we don't want to be famous canceled. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the fear of yeah, saying no to people. Why, why is that so bad? Uh, Cause it's uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. We hate, 
we right. think it we categorize it as conflict conflict yeah that w- that was what i brought up earlier off mic are people avoiding conflict and the, and they'll, you'll avoid it based on um relationships it could be work related it could be um what your family's eating for dinner it could be you going to the gym or not going to the gym can all be uh create conflict with different yeah. relationships so we face this like um so for real hand like with clients who don't follow through on a plan that they loved and we worked on and a strategy to make them successful it's just from a nutritional standpoint because they have some goals they want to hit they want to have change who they are and feel better and have more health and all that stuff mm-hmm. and we had set this strategy up here's the things oh we're excited about it everyone's on board and then life happens whether it be kids say something spouse say something in-laws say something friends say something any social aspect and then they call it cave or change yeah give into those needs of the other people yeah and it doesn't it's not always um like the person saying oh you shouldn't eat healthy it's not usually i would say that direct right it's more of a pull from other people for other responsibilities that you have assumed that you you need to hold yeah is that concrete enough so i said if you actually look up and kind of understand the word decide it means you actually have to say no to a lot of things in order to say yes to something so mm-hmm. we were kind of brought up that idea of dating. Like you can't date everybody. You have to say no to a ton of people if you said yes to someone. So you said yes to Travis. I said yes to Melissa. That means I say no to everybody else. Mm-hmm. The ratio of no's to yeses are definitely <laughs> skewed on the no yeah. side. <laughs> but my yes means I'm actually getting to my living out my ideal life. Yeah. So we actually, the point being with this is that human nature is going to go against you with this because there's a fear of the greater of losing the greater. So the the concept or the, the idea the FOMO. Yeah, it is. The mm-hmm. idea of losing choices is making you si- missing the realness in front of you. Mm-hmm. Missing the greater good the the gem of a person in front of you we're missing or blinded to because we're taught air quotes this virtual reality of you have to keep your options open. Yeah. Why does that have to be the standard? If you're if you're committed to that, you'll never find happiness. Put it in that way. If you keep the options open, you're never going to find happiness. Mm-hmm. You have to say no to people. Well, yeah. The other way I see it um, with clients is is kind of that idea of I'm just going to layer this new fitness and this new nutrition thing on on top of what I'm already doing. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes there's just not space for that. Like we we had a a wonderful mom come into the gym and and start off and and suddenly realize like whoa I didn't realize like I can't just add this on top I'm actually gonna have to say no to yeah. something else yeah. in order to make room for this and we can, we thought about this too because um, you face it I face it clients and then I, I face it at home like saying no to your kids mm-hmm. so one real real example is you eat dinner and the kids whine and complain they don't want what you make. And there's the difference of, okay, I make whatever you want versus this is dinner. You can choose to eat it or not choose to eat it. That's up to you, but this is dinner. So the idea of setting standards of this is what we made for family as a dinner versus making 15 different meals for your family every meal because they don't want, they, you're, you're catering to. There's this this thing that we're kind of pulled into maybe from COVID or COVID really like lit a fire underneath it 
to having to please everybody mm-hmm. and to be so sensitive to everyone's feelings. And that's what happens with this cancer culture thing and this idea of like the virtual yeah. relationships. It's easy for me to sit behind my desk and fire off missiles because I don't face it person to person. And yeah, which is why we have um, these horrible comments online of things people yeah. would never say to face your to face. face. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same concept. Like the idea of facing dreamland is so much easier than facing real because you can it's, it's not real it's fake it's made up i can feel good and not put my feet to ground hands to dirt kind of thing but we recognize i mean this kind of again this all sparked from i uh, just having working with clients trying to fix their nutrition we're like wait a minute we got like we're having the same conversations that needs to be a greater thing talked about and the greater thing talked about led us to this of our culture is leading us to doing things easy mm-hmm. like it's the stream is flowing in the easy direction. And honestly, for us to feel successful and however, like whatever you're shooting for, aiming for, is actually to put your foot in the ground and go against the current to face the virtual with actually doing some real stuff. Meaning you got to eat real food. You got to say no to virtual food and fake food. I can't just live off of junk food. (laughs) What? um, You have to have real relationships. You can't have all relationships be over text and Instagram and Facebook. You have to actually spend real time together. Mm-hmm. That converse, like that's harder to do, yeah. but more rewarding. You actually have to set standards for yourself and things you're going to say no to and not do in order to have greater options in the future. That is right now even more so facing that and seeing that, man, that's the battle for most people is they're worried of offending, worried of saying no, how do I do this? And it's just a rewording or relooking at what we're trying to do. Like yeah. what's the outcome that is that has to drive and fuel you to be better? Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. I mean, I'm the one that wrote it on the board. So, um, yeah, but just to encourage you guys, this doesn't have to just be for fitness and nutrition. Like we, Jason kind of mentioned about that, but yeah, like it's in. it's it really could apply to any area of your life, uh, any area that you're like, I want to grow here. I want to be the best version of myself. I want to remodel my house, whatever, whatever it might be. Like it's these principles of of setting the standards, putting in the hard work, actually taking a step and and living it out versus just dreaming about it and then realizing that's going to cost us saying no to things that may make other people happy or maybe even make us happy um in the moment or in general but knowing that okay i've i've decided that this other thing is is greater my thrilling outcome is worth me saying no to these other things so that i can say yes to the, the the hard work, to the action points that are going to move me forward to who I want to be. And it may seem it may sound easy hearing us talk and like, oh, that doesn't, duh, that makes sense, guys. But yeah. like push comes to shove, you're going to face this at some point. You're facing this yeah. now. The areas that you're struggling with and not having success with. So how do you start? Where do you begin with all this stuff? You start with writing out in mm-hmm. a paragraph form what it is that you want. What is the dream? in the good part. Like what is the life that you want to live? What is the thrilling life that you want to live? Write it out in a paragraph form and then see, is it in a hopeful, potential, 
language or how real is the language like it already happened? Mm-hmm. Is that a fair way to put it? Yeah, yeah. So if you're using a lot of, Jason said hope, maybe, possibly. One day. Uh, m- might, maybe. I'm trying to think of other. These are, these are called soft This is a whole other podcast words. that yeah, we're not going to get into. It's like <laughs> soft language. So we yep. that's the first step is to do that. Write it out and then just look yep. at it. How yep. soft is a language, hopeful, potential, yep. or is it this is going to happen? And if you can't do the second, if it's difficult for you to do, this is going to happen. You are struggling with one of the four points or all of them or multiple points that we brought up today. So again, it may sound common sense that service level does to us. Then we also recognize that, oh, this is actually real for us here and it's yeah. real for us there. And we got to show up here. And-, and take some time and reflect on an area that maybe you've been fighting to grow in for a little while, but it hasn't quite worked out yet. And you, you've tried a couple different strategies and you just it just doesn't seem to be moving forward. You may need to just create some awareness in that scenario that that you could be getting pulled with the stream, going with the flow of, of culture, and there maybe need to be some shifts. And that's that's the main thing we we're hoping to do with this podcast is just create some awareness. Like, do are we aware of how our thoughts and our words are influencing how we're living out our lives. We may think that we're doing like a lot of good work. Why isn't the needle moving? Well, actually the reality is you're only at level three when you think you're at level 10. Like awareness is a really cool word to use and it's appropriate because we think we're doing so good and reality is maybe we're not. And the difference being is are we actually seeing the results that we want to have? So thanks coach. I like it. We're out. See you next week. Again, like us, share us, comment, um, follow us. We, we need it. We need, we appreciate it. Uh, Share with your friends. And um, until next time, coach, rock on. See you later.